They actually seem to believe that we don't know what they're doing and what their game plan is, but we do. And we're pissed because it's been our work, it's been our treasure, our blood that's done everything positive America has ever done. It's been its citizens. It hasn't been a bunch of elitist thugs who are parasites on the very system they seek to destroy. They call us deplorables, insurrectionists, domestic terrorists, even as they allow deadly drugs and countless numbers of people wanting to destroy us across our borders, even as they push vaccines that kill our children and imprison real American patriots and commit treason many times over. While we Americans are unlike any people tyrants have faced before, we know our rights, we demand our freedom and liberty, and we demand the servants of the people learn their place. Folks, it's that time of day again. Another episode of the Patriot Review. This is episode 181. XX will never be XY and vice versa. Uh, we're going to have Sean McBriarty, who is a journalist and a podcast host. Podcast does uh, a podcast called Main Source of Truth. And uh, he has been fighting the fight or parents' rights, basically, in uh, Maine, state of Maine, and successfully sued a school district, believe it or not. So if you followed me, you know that he's been on the show before, but he will be here to talk specifically about the uh, the girls' sports issue and the trans uh, infiltration into the girls' sports and uh, you know who's really the victims there and stuff. So we're going to talk about that in a little bit. First, I want to get to the signal here so it turns out the new york times finally admits that they were wrong about the gaza hospital coverage uh after a week you know we've heard uh incessantly from uh the squad and others of their sad and disgusting ilk that you know israel is this uh, terrorist regime and uh the nazis and blah 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 well that couldn't be further from the truth. And the New York Times had to eat some crow and say, oh, well, I guess we had that wrong. Uh, so it says, the article, for those of you that are listening on the podcast side, the New York Times built its name on integrity and honesty. Neither seem to have a place, any place, in their operations today. A shadow of their former selves, the New York Times has lost its notable reputation and a great deal of its audience. Profit and market share replaced truth and rigid uh, scrutiny over sources and stories. You know, everything these days is basically anonymously sourced and not verified. So they've become a common and distasteful 
uh, more of a rag than a receptacle news or respectable news organization. I need some more coffee today. Hope you've had yours, by the way. They've been part of the establishment media who don't think twice about misinforming the public. Most recently, they falsely reported the details around the recent attack on a hospital in Gaza City that killed nearly 500 people. So, you know, the th this is the old game. The propaganda game is to uh, put out the stories very irresponsibly, uh, as long as it fits the narrative, as long as it serves our purpose to feed the people, the sheep, the propaganda, the sheeple, and they're are so many sheeple out there but you know the good news the good news is that the sheeple are waking up little by little and uh, we're finally aware of everything that's really been going on for a long time and people who criticize America and especially if, if there are some uh, young college age folks out there listening and watching uh, you have to understand that America the, the America today that you live in is not the America that was envisioned. And as a matter of fact, the America that was envisioned was a much freer place and had a federal government that was much more limited. And that is what us constitutional conservatives want. We want, a, we want true capitalism. We want our founding documents adhered to and our laws adhered to. And uh, if anyone is a proponent of freedom, and if any group of people is more is blind to race and uh, other things that distinguish us, it really is the conservatives because we believe in individual freedom and liberty, regardless of any any ethnic, uh, you know, background or religious belief or anything like that. The caveat here is that. We are not going to fight and uh, we're not going to put the minority over the majority because sometimes it just doesn't work out. Sometimes it can't be. And uh, we, what we say, or what I say anyway, is that you know, individual freedoms and liberties are yours, uh, you know, uh, as long as you don't take away those same rights from other people and so we have to we have to uh, come together on these issues and we have to maybe compromise on some and, and I think we do that and I think that when we talk with Sean here a little bit you know uh, the fact is that, that we believe fully that uh, any trans athlete should be allowed to participate however maybe they should have a separate uh, a separate grouping a separate um, division or whatever you want to call it or their sports uh, because well we'll get into that later all right also China reminded of the US defense treaty after striking Philippine vessels so I, I've been wondering why China hasn't gone into Taiwan as of yet and um, I think that that is certainly coming and I'm watching for it but in this case the US State Department on Sunday pledged ongoing support for the Philippines after Chinese ships rammed Philippine vessels in disputed waters uh, off the South China Sea or of the South China Sea. The State Department news release reiterated a mutual defense treaty between the U.S. and the Philippines. The United States stands with our Philippine allies in the face of the People's Republic of China 
uh, Coast Guard and maritime militias dangerous and unlawful actions obstruct, uh, obstructing an October 22nd Philippine resupply mission to Second Thomas Shoal in the South China Sea. So <clears throat> this is um, push, poke, see what we can get out of, out of the uh, United States in response, see how weak the United States is, see how much they'll take. And of course, Biden, as vice president, was part of the draw a line in the sand and uh, oops, well, maybe the line needs to come back a little bit. Uh, administration of the Barack Obama, one of the worst presidents in history uh, until Joe came along. And uh, only Carter can, can jump in in that contest. But all right, so Supreme Court to hear a monumental case, the Supreme Court's decision to review a case pertaining, pertaining to the extent of government authority and regulating free expression on social media. Uh, so if you want to make your voices heard to the Supreme Court, peacefully, of course, this would be your one of the one of the things you can uh, definitely call and say, hey, uh, you know, I support freedom of speech. So that is coming up for the Supreme Court. Then you don't want to talk about this. Pence running out of steam. Um, Hardly anyone shows up at his event at a pizza restaurant. Pizza, I mean, it's pizza, folks. That's, that's. I mean, you got to be really doing terrible if people don't show up for pizza, right? Uh, so <laughs> uh, he's been touted as a Trump alternative and blah, blah, blah. He is one of the, one of the worst candidates, one of the st most stuffed suit, dry, emotionless, um traitorous in my opinion uh politicians that we've seen in years I mean, he gives mitt romney a run mitt romney a run for his money um so yeah so this is this is the deal mike pence who just two days before january 6th was out there saying hey you know we know this was was stolen and uh we're gonna we're gonna prove it to the american people on January 6th and of course we all know how that went and there are many people me being one of them that thinks that he was really a coward compared to what the Democrats will do they they uh, you know they protest every election that they don't win and they uh, you know get by with it and uh, we don't and that's usually how things go because we just aren't organized you can see that in a speaker race right so Biden ends the speech after six minutes, says, I have to go to the Situation Room. So, I mean, this guy, he, this is tough. So you feel you, you feel sorry for the guy because you know that he's cognitively uh, a mess. And then again, you don't feel sorry for him because he is who he is. And he's always been a mess. And that is a problem we have to come to, ter <laughs> come to terms with. I know, you know, it's not Christian to um, to wish somebody ill or anything else, but certainly um, we're finding out and have known actually that this guy's one of the biggest criminals that's ever that's ever so-called served the people, and uh, that's just the fact, and that's that's the truth. That's the way it is. So we got to uh, bear it out for a little bit longer, and hopefully we get Trump back in the White House and start to fix some of these things. But folks, that doesn't mean that we're not going to need your help and he's not going to need everybody's help. 
So um, remember that you have to get involved, especially at the local level, and try to make an impact there. All right, we're going to be right back with uh, Sean McBride after these messages. After we watched our daughter Grace die on FaceTime, I uh, immediately felt that I needed to go to the hospital, even though I was still pretty sick. And I met Jessica and our pastor there. And um, you got me. while we were in the room, we Jessica and I had to spend a few moments just with Grace alone. And it was it was just a horrific. Um, sight to come upon was the fact that her daughter Grace was now gone. Um, the emotions that came over the top of our uh, minds and just our physical bodies were just unbelief. We, uh, we took her BiPAP off because it was still on. This was hope and prayers that somehow she wasn't really gone and as soon as we did that the color of grace changed and um, we had to accept that she was truly God. Not one person stepped foot in that room. How can you do that? How can you allow an innocent person, a child, she's only 19 years old, die in front of your eyes? You don't do that. If you're human, you don't do that. They knew they weren't going to convince us to put Grace on a ventilator. That means the money was going to dry up. They had to have the money. And when you follow the money trail all the way through, you see that a ventilator is about a $300,000 decision. That they had higher paying patients in the emergency room. Grace was worth more dead than alive. We don't just need food, we need to eat food with a high nutritional value. Who wants to just survive food shortages? Let's thrive in times of adversity and lack. Optimize your daily nutrition and ensure you and your family have our two-year shelf-stable kingdom fuel as a cornerstone of your emergency food supply. Don't sacrifice your health or your taste buds. Stock up on kingdom fuel now. All right, we are back. Um, if you want to get your hands on some Kingdom Fuel, go to Sherwood.tv slash TPR. That's Sherwood.tv slash TPR. Also, if you haven't seen Breaking the Oath yet, check it out. It's uh, at both my website for this show, redbloodedpatriots.com, and the documentary website, America First Productions. It's the number one ST, AmericaFirstProductions.com. So go check that out. All right, got to get you on here, Sean. How are you doing today? Not bad. I appreciate uh, having me back on the Patriot Review. Thanks. So, Sean, you're a journalist. You host the podcast, and you're very passionate 
and I've, we, you and I have talked many times, and specifically about, you know, the the wokeness in our culture and how destructive it is. And we were going to talk today about. Looks like I need to bring up a new window, but I'm going to keep talking here. Um, we're going to talk today about the 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 sports issue in particular and uh, what's going on with that. So why don't you give us a little brief intro as to what you've been experiencing, what you've been working on. Yeah, so the uh, the last three weeks I've been chasing this story, and the last week and a half I've been chasing a puppy, so I'm pretty tired. But uh, I am wearing a shirt today, <laughs> uh, Women's Sports Matter. Um, you know, I've been thrust into this hashtag Save Women's Sports uh, uh, situation with really just absolute discrimination from a Title IX perspective. Title IX being a federal law, which essentially provided in 19, I believe, 72, women the ability to have women to have the ability to have equal sports opportunities. Um, mm-hmm. And so in Maine right now, what's happening is this young, confused 16-year-old sophomore who ran with the boys last year. Uh, he's a boy. He's a young man. He has now been able to, with the help of the Maine Principals Association and his school and his parents, essentially dominate the women's side of high school cross country. Now, uh, this coming weekend, Jeff, there is uh, the the biggest, the state tournament essentially for Class C uh, cross country 5K. Soren Stark Chessa, this boy, will be running with 100 other girls or 99 other girls because he actually took a spot of a deserving young woman who wasn't able to go because he braided his hair, painted his nails and came over. But one of the things I wanted to kind of lean off with here is, you know, this is a quote from President Ronald Reagan, and I think it's very poignant. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it to our children in the bloodstream. It must be fought for, protected, and handed on for them to do the same, or one day we will spend our sunset years telling our children or our children's children what it was like once to live in the United States where men were free. And so that's what we're going through, Jeff. This is the next generation of completely indoctrinated kids coming out of our worst performing K through 12 public schools in the history of our state. Yeah. And that, you know, that, uh, that, that quote that Reagan, that you quoted from Reagan there has been used a lot, a a lot recently past, uh, I don't know, 10 years, 12 years even. And uh, he hit it absolutely right on the head. And my question is, you know, if we really don't want to discriminate against people, what about the rights of these female athletes that are, that, you know, are basically being just destroyed? Well, and that's and, and that's the a- actual, uh, you know, really heartfelt, destructive avenue that we've gone down or that the main principals association who reports to the main department of education. Uh, and Jeff, I say this, you know, every time we talk uh, right now, only, you know, one third of all kids in Maine can read at proficiency K through 12. And only one quarter of kids can do math at proficiency K through 12, but they're spending all of the time on identity politics, in this case, sexual narcissism, enabling mental health issues. And uh, yeah, these girls, I've had a number of girls uh, tell me they will no longer participate in Maine sports because what's the point? Um, And the more investigation on this story that I did, and we'll talk a little bit about the exposure here, but uh, there's also a male volleyball player playing on a female team here in Maine, Uh, a number of months ago, six or nine months ago, there was a girl, and I forget where she was from. She got beaned in the head, I think had an orbital orbital fracture from a boy, you know, playing on a girl's team. 
we've got two boys playing uh, indoor track. One is a uh, uh, high jumper, from what I understand. I had a girl tell me the other day uh, through her parents that she will no longer participate in the high jump in track because, again, there's no sense doing it if you're just going to get beat by a physically dominant boy. So what's it like as far as the the school board and you know those folks that you've had other run-ins with? What's what's their feedback to this? Yeah, so the the, the main principals association uh, and this guy named Mike Burnham, who is just a feckless uh, government, just waste of oxygen essentially. He he won't he won't reply to me. He's replied to a few parents. He's kind of been, uh, if I can say this word, douchey to the parents that are outraged by this. And, and his responses are very, you know, to the point. He's hung up on a couple parents. This guy makes $140,000 a year, Jeff, before benefits. In Maine, that's like twice the, you know, average income of, of a Maine family at this point. And he makes 140 grand, Jeff, basically smelling jocks and creating, you know, schedules for these uh, competitions, which it just blows my mind. But what's happening wow. with the school board, I went to the local Belfast school board last night. And uh, I asked them uh, respectfully, I, I plan on holding a press conference at the middle school in Belfast, Maine on Saturday, uh, just after 10 a.m., which is the site of the state of Maine championships for cross country. They didn't respond <laughs> because, you know, the policy is that they don't need to respond. And when I left, I was met by a, uh, uh, a sheriff's deputy. And I asked the sheriff's deputy why she was here and if she normally attended these meetings. And she said, I have no idea why I'm here. And I said, Jeff, I said, well, you're here because I'm here. You know, yeah, exactly. The words. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I can't tell you that it's been supportive from a government perspective because they want to create division. These far left activists. Um, another example, Susan Robbins is the athletic director and assistant principal at the Belfast High School. She actually stated in an email that I obtained, obtained via a FOA request, Freedom of Access Act here in Maine, you're right to know, that uh, at a previous meet, the Festival of Champions about three weeks ago, she was planning on handing out my photos to strategically place people within the crowd to make sure that there wasn't an issue. So, you know, we have a government-paid, taxpayer-funded police state that essentially... Uh, you know, people don't want to believe, but, you know, Dan Bongino and Dinesh D'Souza have that movie coming out this week. Mm -hmm. And uh, two folks that have been on my podcast are in the movie. But I'm, you know, I'm. it's not a, it's not as big a deal to me, obviously, what they went through, you know, Sharona Bishop and some of the folks. Right. But that's right. that's the deal, right? We have a police state because they hate the fact that we have an opinion based in reality, uh, based on common sense, based on, you know, phys uh, physical dominance and biology, and they just don't want to. To be exposed right so what what action are you going to take on the passing your photo around and all that stuff uh so i uh, i i asked for her immediate termination through the school board uh they simply responded with a policy question there's been no investigation as far as i am as far as i'm aware i actually went up to susan robbins on saturday at the regional meeting and introduced myself and put my hand out she shook my hand and i said hey I'm Sean McBriarty, the guy that you were going to pass the photos out of. And I just wanted to understand why you were doing that. And, uh, you know, this this white blank stare kind of goes over <laughs> her face as she's processing, you know, the fact that I walked up. There was there was other people there. You know, I, I did it in a very public, public way. Right. And uh, she just kind of looked at me and said, oh, I forgot to do that. And so I said, uh, so your totalitarianism only extends to the point of bullying through email. 
I said, uh, you know, why didn't you just go through with it? Which again, I'm going to find out more about that. Uh, yeah. That's really secondary to the story. And, uh, and then she said, I have no further comment. And I said, okay, <laughs> I'll see you next Saturday. So th the thing is, Jeff, and, and as we found, and, and obviously you have a, a big piece of this is when you push back and you just simply use common sense and rationale. And in this case, you know, the physical dominance of a boy who's 16 years old with raging testosterone, all he did, Jeff, is braid his hair and paint his nails and the main yeah actually I, I have that little clip yeah okay Let's, good uh, good I'm gonna show that quick here it's very short folks but you can you can see the the uh, the very very obvious that this guy is definitely a man and built like a man and uh, you'll hear in the background something like you go girl or whatever and so he's got his supporters there which is all fine and dandy but uh, take a look at this. <laughs> Can hear that right at the very beginning the you go, you go girl part yeah so what it was was it was it was a couple things and uh, that was a friend of mine who took that video it was way to teach bro and way to go bro so he, oh, okay he was very yeah, he clear that he was calling him bro and then another clip and you can see the entire um, i think there's three clips that i have on the main source of truth rumble page but there's another one where he yells you're in the wrong race bro you know oh okay so uh, it sure sounded like you go girl well yeah and so jp either way sears, jp sears the comedian who makes fun yeah. of all this stuff he picked that up uh, a week or so ago and uh, he was he was a little yeah. confused at the at the audible uh uh you know language as well but he covered it in a 10 minute yeah, i saw that video. yeah <clears throat> i so, shared that yeah so, you know this this funny. story jeff seven countries i stopped counting after the second day people like riley Gaines, who will speak to J.P. Sears, Stephen Crowder, Donald Trump Jr., Matt Walsh. A ton of people have covered this story. Yet mm -hmm. up until Saturday, not one main fake news TV or uh, newspaper outlet had picked it up until Saturday afternoon where the communist Portland Press-Herald had this headline, Transgender Girl Makes History with Victory at Cross Country Regional. And when I read that, I just want to laugh and give him kind of a slow golf clap, like, oh, so brave, so brave, Soren, <laughs> that you're... You know, well, JP points out that, you know, the I think he's talking about this story where the runner was ranked 172nd as a boy and then miraculously is ranked fourth as a girl. So, and, and he was you you'd mentioned common sense before and uh, he, he was a genius about it. He just kind of said, hey, yeah, I imagine that all the uh, hard work and dedication and training that you did really rocketed you up to the number four position. And it couldn't prayers just be your biological makeup. Just like Hulk Hogan used to say. <laughs> What's that? I said the prayers, the training, the vitamins, like Hulk Hogan used to say, you know. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, right. but, yeah, I mean, you know, he, yeah, he's actually ranked third now. He's going to get his ass kicked. Oh, by, my gosh. He's going to get his ass kicked by two girls. Uh, Tian uh, Ewings will probably come in second. Ruth White from Orono, who is, I think, the eighth uh, highest ranked runner in New England and, like, 27th in the nation. She just committed to Boise State. She's going to kick his ass. But 97 girls are going to lose, and there was a girl who didn't make the state championships because he took her spot. So what I say is Soren Stark Chester, this, again, this fraud, this political pawn of his parents, he didn't make history. He made his story. He made an ass of himself. Got to take a quick break. Uh, if you would, put yourself on mute. We'll be three minutes. I'll be right back.
Hello, American Patriots. It's me, Wayne Alaroot, otherwise known as War. I have a very special announcement for all of you. My hit show, Wayne Alaroot, Raw and Unfiltered, is coming to the brand new station that's taking over the nation, Blessed News Network. God has opened a door in my life to be part of this amazing new Christian conservative network live every night at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on our channel on Roku TV, Apple TV, Amazon Fire TV, and streaming live on the Blessed News iPhone and Android apps. Tune in to watch me drive home the truth and dismantle the fake news narrative with big name nightly guests and exclusive interviews with all the heavy hitters you know and love. Become part of history as we make America godly again and launch the first faith-centered conservative broadcasting network where Jesus Christ is commander-in-chief of all of our stories and where truth and integrity really matter. Join me Monday through Friday on any of our platforms or on the Blessed News website, blessed.news, where you can stream all the shows for free or you can sign up for Blessed Plus for even more access to Raw and Unfiltered with me, Wayne Allen Root, the hardest working man in show business. Thank you, and God bless America. Steel News will be joining the Blessed News Network 11 p.m. weeknights. I'm Ann Vandersteel, and I'm very excited to be a part of the programming put together by Jake Lang. Doesn't matter if he's behind bars, he's a January 6th political hero, as far as I'm concerned. And Steel News will be reporting the truth of everything happening, not only in the swamp, but around the world to help you put into context what's really going on so you can make the best decisions for you and your family. Steel News, 11 p.m. on the Blessed News Network. All right, if you're just joining us, I have Sean McBriarty with me. Sean is a host of Main Source of Truth and uh, Parents' Right Advocate, I would say. Um, <clears throat> we were talking about the the whole issue with girls' sports and trans athletes. I just want to make it clear, you know, most of us on this side of the argument uh, have absolutely no problem with with trans athletes. What we have a problem with is that they're they're taking away the rights of the girls in the in the girls' sports, and I will say the same thing as many people say. So put together a separate a separate organization for the for the trans folks and let them compete against each other. I mean, what what is wrong with that? What yeah? What do you hear? What's the pushback to that? Point? Yeah. So let me let me I'll answer that personally and then uh, talk a little bit about how Riley and I spoke through this on my on my podcast, but. You know, this is kind of a controversial controversial take, Jeff, but trans people, trans athletes, they don't exist. They don't exist like unicorns don't exist. Right, it's right. not that the people don't exist. It's that there is a man or a woman who are confused, right. who I believe are sexual narcissists, look at me, affirm me, you know, me, me, me. And then mm -hmm. there's a mental health component to this. So to me, right. um, I tell everybody all the time, stop, please stop using the term gender on its own, gender is a social construct created by a pedophile advocate named John Money, who uh, sexually molested and and uh, performed experiments on two brothers who later committed suicide. So that's where that term gender comes from. The left loves to use the term gender to confuse and nuance the nomenclature and the, and the wording of what we're talking about. And Jeff, there's 130 registered genders in San Francisco right now. So yeah. the, the third component to me kicks the can down the road. The way that the Maine Human Rights Act and uh, uh, Title IX states, you cannot be uh, withheld athletic competition regardless of sex or gender. It does not anywhere say that you have to you know, be a boy that can run with the girls or have a third class 
And right. Riley and I discussed this on our podcast. The uh, I forget the acronym, but the World Swimming Organization in Germany just recently, like within the last week or two, had created a third category yeah. for trans mm -hmm. athletes. Nobody applied. Yeah, and that was exactly the point I was going to bring up. Okay. But I think we play too many games with the words. I mean, the fact is you can use the term gender and you can state simply and directly that there are only two genders, period. That's it. And yeah, you know, the left loves to hijack words all the time. And then when those words go out of favor, they just change the words. They go from progressive to liberal and, you know, whatever it is that 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 uh, every, you know, eight to ten years they go through this cycle and they just keep redefining themselves with or choosing a new word that means the same definition that they want to project, even though everybody is already aware that. That's and Jeff, exactly I, I, I take it, you know, from a historical perspective, um, you know, when I was growing up, it was all about politically correct speech, right? Right. And that's mm -hmm. what started some of this meltdown. Politically right. correct speech became uh, uh, my kids' generation, or maybe slightly before that, everybody gets a trophy, right? There are no winners, right. there are yep. no losers. Mm -hmm. You really don't compete as hard as you want because everybody's going to get a trophy at the end of the day. And right. now boys can run with girls. That's the right. progression that we've gone through, and it's pure insanity. Right. Now, any any man who wants before you before you bury that yeah. before you bury that. So, you know, I use that argument in this way. So, when Elvis Presley came on the scene in the 1960s, early 60s, late 50s, uh, he was on Ed Sullivan. He made a huge uproar because he was dancing on stage, and even during my time growing up in the 80s, you know, the 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 focus was on, well, heavy metal music is this and that and satanic. And and it seems like every generation, <laughs> you know, who invented that? Ronnie James Dio invented that. <laughs> uh, and uh, interesting reason why he did that, and it has to do with Ozzy leaving Black Sabbath and him coming into Black Sabbath. He wanted something that uh, would... would uh, pay tribute to Ozzy and that's where the whole the whole devil horns came anyway I digress so the point is that uh, people uh, parents have always said oh the the youth are you know rebelling and and the and we've always had this pushback where well of course the youth are rebelling and it's not that bad they're just gonna push it a little bit more over and a little bit more over well it's gone so far to the a little bit more over now that we have the radical leftists who say that we've lost our minds and we're the extremists even though our platform hasn't changed we have these people saying it's okay to kill a baby 30 days after birth Right. So who's the real extremist? And this is the same thing that's happened here. To your point, we have a little just chipping away and chipping away. And all of a sudden we've we're, you know, Wiley, Wiley Coyote falling off the cliff. And, uh, you know, our society is being destroyed by it. The family is being destroyed by it. Yeah, there's two, you know, there's two pieces there that I think are important. Uh, I would say this is the emo crowd from a decade ago who are now unfortunately uh lgbtq yeah. trans cultists they've been right. enabled by the system especially in the state of maine especially by the department of education the ag's office the governor's office it's all about division right so so the right. emo crowd that was kind of on their own with black fingernails and dressed in black and whatever mm -hmm. that has evolved into this rebellious uh again really uh, bullying group of lgbtq cultists in these schools and they are they are celebrated for it. You know, there's no discipline right. anymore. And so what we've got is we've got parents 
who are supportive of this kid uh, essentially being very confused at the very least. And at the worst, maybe he goes down the road where now he starts to, I don't know, tuck his junk somehow, or he starts taking uh, cross-sex hormones, otherwise known as chemical castration drugs. And maybe his dad, uh, who actually is a director of ethics, if you can believe it, at Maine Health, Maine's biggest hospital unit where I used to work, who Barbara Bush Children's Hospital is cutting off the breasts and penises of 16-year-old people just like this kid. So you're starting to go down this path where, again, the third tier of an athlete, the trans athletes, to me, it just kicks the can down the road. Instead of dealing with the root cause of the problem, which is definitely this kid has had some trauma somewhere, mm -hmm. even if it's just the abuse from his parents. I get your point, but I think the same thing would happen here as what happened in Germany. You would have it would be a way to to highlight the fact that 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 is really what it is not about. You know, they wouldn't. I don't think they'd be joining. I don't think there would be a, a, any any response. Well, yeah, there's no there's no advantage. Like right? When when you've got mediocre men athlete male athletes like Soren, that's right? There'll always be mediocre. Yeah, mediocre right? athletes. That's all there would be. It would be a third class for mediocre men. And, well, and, you know, in, in this too, though, you know, the 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 kids that we're talking about here, I mean, their frontal lobes aren't developed, and it's really the adults that have made this problem, and they're, in a sense, they're they're victims, in a very strong sense, they're victims because they have gender dys dysphoria, something that had been treated throughout history, right? It's 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 a psychological issue, and um, I don't know what percentage the suicide rate is. Maybe you do, but. Suicide rate among these kids who make this transition and then grow up and realize what they've did is high. Yeah, the largest study ever done in Sweden, 30 years, uh, the, the biggest study ever, uh, the only study that really documents a lot of this, says that you have a 20 times greater chance to kill yourself after medical transition. 20x, okay? So yeah. the entire argument about you know, if you're misgendering me, I'm going to kill myself. No, you're going to kill yourself because you have had trauma and you haven't received the help you need. It's not because I'm not going to affirm that you're a cat. <laughs> well, here's my plan, Sean. Tomorrow I'm going to announce, announce a nationwide effort and a brand new website. We're going to launch this thing called Arm the Kids. So when you're eight years old, we're going to start to put pistols in your hand and we're going to teach you how to shoot and we're going to do it without parents' permission whatsoever we're gonna just do this because those kids they know in their heart that they you know they really love shooting and they think that self-defense is you know something that they want to get in on right away at eight and that uh, seems perfectly logical to me because everybody has the right to self-defense so if you're eight years old i got a new glock for you and uh, we're gonna we're gonna train you on that and the hell with what your parents say because well, that's the other part that's the other part about this issue is that parents are being stepped on and i bet you the left would lose their mind about that right and uh well it's the same thing it's what, the same argument what's the difference if, yeah the same argument is if you were if you were preaching christianity at the school they would be offended, uh, but they're not offended by this trans cult religion being pushed. In the of course school. not. Secondarily, here in Maine, there are three things in play that are very similar to that example that you gave. Right now, at age 16, you can get chemical castration drugs without parental permission. That was actually pushed through committee by a rhino named Eric Brakey. Uh, and basically, he feels like, well, yeah, parents don't know any better. He's not a parent himself, by the way. Secondarily, uh, there is a law now called Chapter 117 in Maine where social workers and school counselors 
do not need to tell the parents what's going on behind the brick walls. So they're holding and they're keeping secrets and they're sexually transitioning kids because I have several cases involved with that. And then lastly, you have a bill LD 1735 that's still sitting in committee. And basically what that is, is uh, any kid at any age can sexually transition as long as they feel like it. So you're not too far off, Jeff, with you know putting a gun in the hands of an eight-year-old. That's essentially what these teachers, administrators, school counselors, librarians, just the woke of the woke right. are doing in the schools. Yeah, and these idiots need to be held accountable for that gun being turned back around on on themselves, these kids, um, as we've talked about. And the other thing I'd like, I gotta take another quick break uh, for three minutes again, but when we come back, you know, I wanna I wanna dig into um, what the uh, what the what the increase is as far as parents homeschooling kids and how much this issue has driven that as well. We'll be right back. Hey, Patriots, it's Jeff Wagner. Let's face it, it's getting harder and harder to make ends meet. It's only going to get worse. This inflation is going to continue. As a matter of fact, our dollar is in jeopardy of even existing with the crazies that want to go to the digital currency to control us all. You can go to Kirk Elliott, Ph.D., dot com slash the patriot review get all kinds of free great information and invest in gold and silver for your future our world is full of electromagnetic fields that even though we can't see them are affecting our bodies our sleep and even our ability to think clearly the advent of 5g is only making this worse there is an answer Visit Fix the World by clicking the link in the Patriot Review show description below to view natural products that can actually protect you from EMF and 5G and even improve your sleep. Skeptical? Get the free Dangers of EMF Radiation ebook free by clicking on its direct link also in the show description. Here's a nutritional hack anyone can master. Replace a meal a day with our kingdom feel. Or if you're a moth from the gym, Add a shake to your daily meal plan. Our unique meal shakes are balanced, low glycemic, rich in fiber, 20 grams of clean protein, essential vitamins and minerals, healthy fat, and organic fruits and vegetables. Kingdom Fuel is vegan with a complete amino acid profile. Bottom line, it's a simple start to a transformed life. No gimmicks, just results. Start today. Hey, Patriots, you can save up to 66% at MyPillow.com when you use the code TPR. That stands for The Patriot Review. That's TPR or call 800-519-9927. That's 800-519-9927. I use these products myself. I can tell you they are the best quality bar none. So go ahead, use the code TPR and get up to 66% off right now. Coming to you from the land of common sense and American pride. Not a unicorn or rainbow in sight. Welcome back to the Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner. All right, we're back with Sean McBriarty. Before the break there, we were talking about, you know, what what really the reaction has been from parents and 
specifically, I don't know if you can answer this question or not, but I'm curious about what this has done since this issue kind of got to be front and center. What it is it? What has it done to the number of parents that are actually homeschooling and, and finally, you know, just standing up against these uh, school administrators? Yeah, the one thing that I say to parents is, uh, how much poison in the well would it take you to have your son or daughter stop drinking from it? Um, these schools, these K through 12 main schools are indoctrination centers. There are so many horrible, horrific things going on behind those brick walls and parents simply are not exposed to them enough. Maybe they don't believe it, Jeff. I get a lot of fight, flight, or freeze when I talk to a parent about the horrors of the main educational system. And only until their, their daughter is bawling in the backseat of their car after a track meet when they got beat by a girl does the light go on and then they call me. Um, and that's the horrible piece. But I tell everybody, pull your kids out tomorrow. Homeschooling is the best way to do it. You can do it in two or three hours a day, any part of the day, any day of the week. And your ability, regardless of if you don't know math, like I'm not a very smart guy, but I guarantee you, I could homeschool my kids way better than the government kids. Oh, sure. Schools, right? So pull your kids now. But Maine, Maine right now is about 10% homeschool. And the interesting thing about one of this dynamic is one of the moms that I've been working with who escaped from Massachusetts and moved to far northern reaches of northern Maine, uh, she, she actually homeschools. And she's blown away that essentially this stuff has traveled this far into the, again, you know, Aroostook County, Maine, about as far away from anywhere as you could ever be. And so her daughter's an athlete, a, a top flight athlete. And so they can't deny her uh, access to athletics. But right now, the Maine Principals Association and the feckless Mike Burnham, their executive director, who, again, makes $140,000 a year before benefits, he has no problem discriminating against those 600 girls to then allow this confused boy to essentially rewrite the history books on his own. Well, it kind of blows my mind, too, because... I don't know about the audience, but when I think of Maine, I think of, you know, the, the rougher male fishermen and the whole, you know, the nature, like the upper, what I would call the um, the northern woods of Wisconsin here, you know. And it just amazes me that this kind of an issue is in a state like Maine. You know, I what, you got a bunch of people coming in from California, or, or how does this happen? Yeah, so, because... you know, the North Main Woods, again, you know, four seasons, we're hardy folks up here, hardworking, generally yeah. very conservative. But half of the state, so there's two states. I think we're one of only two states that have two electoral college votes, uh, two each. I think we might have four. I can't remember how it works. But anyway, it's separate. So we've got right. Southern Maine, which we kind of refer to as Northern Massachusetts. And then we've got Northern Maine, who where I am. And even in Northern Maine, like I said, this this transcultism, this just uh, cancerous act of of lunacy has come in from folks moving in from Connecticut, New York, Massachusetts, Hawaii, a, a girl, a lady from Hawaii bought my house, actually, in Cumberland, a couple hours south of here. So what they've done is they didn't like where they were. They moved to Maine because they like Maine and then they poison the well when they're here. Mm -hmm. So true Mainers are losing out. And true Mainers are hardworking. They're business owners. They're good employees. They're soccer coaches. They're, you know, volunteering at their local church. Their head is down all day long. And meanwhile, these leftist, progressive, mostly woke white women are just blowing the whole thing up. Yeah, those are the same ones that, you know, 
that uh, join Antifa and, and everything else. But um, the other issue that we haven't talked about yet is that all this, you know, there, most of the people that are involved in this are either brainwashed or they have an agenda. And the agenda and I, that I'm speaking of is a political agenda. And it's all about the destruction of the United States. It's all about the effort to go global and have a one world government. And it's all about, you know, we have to destroy the family. That's what all this uh, anti-father has been about for the past 30 years. I remember literally 25 years ago sitting and watching Disney shows and saying, can't you see what they're doing to the dads? Every dad is a moron. And, you know, and, and it's been very deliberate and they've been tearing our, our the fabric of our country apart. And, you know, the, the kids and the parents that actually, you know, fall into believing this stuff are just basically the useful idiots that push this agenda along and we're losing our country and you had brought up the first segment you brought up uh, you know the the whole uh, participation trophy thing and I just want people out there who are watching this to look remember their high school days do you remember as a high school kid being given a stuffed animal because you're upset about something and you get to carry the stuffed animal around with you all day. I mean, it's absolute insanity. And uh, these kids grow up and they have no, they have no coping skills with failure whatsoever. And it's in our universities and our universities are supposed to be bastions of critical thought, but uh, now they're just cesspools of wokeism. And, you know, I got my youngest daughter, thinking about colleges and stuff and where she wants to go. And I, I literally cringe. And, you know, I think, my God, maybe they, maybe we shouldn't push our kids to go to college anymore because our colleges are just disasters. And that's um, a shame because, and this, this is exactly what's happening across the board with all of our stuff. Now, I'm going to have a special that I'm, that I'm going to work on here. I haven't gotten to, but I've talked about it a lot. And that is the whole religion of sex thing. And I took about six months and did some investigative journalism and have some, some really nasty uh, stuff to share about that. But it's, it's the same type of case where, you know, you go down this road and you wonder how the hell does this happen in our country? And yeah, it, it's definitely only, a religious cult, uh, Jeff. And, the only conclusion I can make is this, Sean, that when you have, when you don't believe in a power that's higher than yourself, the only power you have to worship that's left is yourself. And look what we've become. We've become this instant gratification. Everything is about me, your society. And uh, I, and I think that is what that's really opened the door for issues like this. Yeah, it's it's sexual narcissism, Jeff. And and so yeah. narcissist, you know, again, it's all me, me, me. You have to affirm me. You know, I am I am the center of the universe instead of being part of a team <laughs> or part of a community. Right. And and you nailed it. This this goal, this goal in this case, this political pawn, this young man, this you know. Again, I don't want anything to happen to Soren Stark Chessa. I don't want him to harm himself. I don't want anybody to yeah, harm his kid. But he's already been dragged through this abusive, manipulative situation where his parents and the system is affirming his insanity. Um, yeah, the virtue signal is the other piece of it. You have to so, virtue signal yeah. or you're not part of the club. So I said I said in an article that uh, this kid is a basically a Gucci bag or a lapdog. He is a virtue signal in itself. He, he's like an yeah. accessory, a virtue signal accessory. 
Right. And and so yeah, the whole part is dividing the you know in this case dividing the family, dividing the school, the community, the state, the nation. They've been very successful at this Marxist initiative to destroy the country from within, and that's really really hard for parents to understand because they can't quite grab the gra or grasp the fact that there's pornography in their school library and that their kids are being indoctrinated every single day to hate America. So mm-hmm. it is it is very uh, expansive. Um, yesterday. Uh, Brandis Blackadder of Redux, uh, a really a feminist and opinion news site, posted another you know piece on Soren Stark Chessa, uh, just involving this heartbreaking story. The comments on Twitter are based in the favor of the girls, ninety nine to one, and the headline was "Trans Identified Male Student Wins Fastest Sophomore Girl Title at Maine Race Meet," and it's just again this trans misogyny by him, by his parents, by his school, the athletic department, uh, the main principals association is putting all of these other 600 girls in harm's way. Girls that will be quitting sports, Jeff. I don't know where they're going to take that energy, that discipline. Uh, Maybe they do something and go down a road of, of, you know, ill repute or whatever it is. But yeah, it's just so disgusting what we have allowed this to become. It is disgusting. And we need to stand up for our daughters and uh, we need to make sure that their their rights are protected as well. So have there been things in Maine that you think could be a role model for other other states or other parents? Well, I, like I said, Maine is the California of the East Coast. We're, we are a mess. This is just a clown show. And every day I wake up and there's another just clown that I have to deal with. So one of the things I think that really is important is for parents to find their own voice. They need to get to school board meetings. They start to understand their curriculum. If you can't pull your kids out, and I understand everybody, not everybody can, but it's way easier than you think, you have to get involved. You have to protect your kids' education like their lives depend on it, Jeff, because they do. Right. Right. And the other thing I would say and add to your comments there, you know, adults, parents uh, are, are so busy in their own lives and when you start talking about, when I talk about this global agenda, and even though it's in black and white, even though you can go to the World Economic Forum website and, and read what they want to do and read that they want to reduce the population and all this other stuff, um, just like you're reading a copy of Mein Kampf and you know Adolf put out his plan to do what he did and it was there in black and white. Well, the same thing is, is happening and uh, not Nazism, but the same thing is there in the sense that it's in black and it's white. Marxism, you can see, it's pure Marxism. It's Marxism. Yeah. Or, well, actually, I, I think it's gone beyond that. It's, it's fascism in the sense that that is the that is the end goal, right? Yep. Yeah, and, government, uh, big government controlling your life, making your life harder, and then every aspect. to save you. <laughs> every aspect. And that's when they put the tinfoil hat on you, you know. But how many times does mankind have to learn that these people really exist? that this evil really exists and that not everybody has something good inside of them. You know, I'm so sick of, Oh yeah, I, I see that there's good in everybody. No, there's not, there's not good in everybody. I hate the, uh, I hate the, we have to be kind crowd. Um, you know, and I'm going to goof up this quote, but it's something like if you're, if you're kind to the cruel, eventually you have to be cruel to the kind. And, and that's something I heard on Dan Bongino's show. And that really resonated with me. And that's what's going on. Good. it's going to get to a point where it becomes explosive. And at that point it's too late. Right. And that's, that's what they're pushing us towards. And that's, 
that's what all this is pushing towards is they want us to do that and uh, i hope to god that and i pray to god that every night i pray this that we won't go into violence that we'll we'll come back and it won't be a violent solution but i think it's i think it's going to be the way we're headed now and um that's unfortunate so we are out of time already every time uh, we're on we talk through it very quickly um any la any closing points and then of course where can people find you yeah follow me on twitter at sean mcbriarty that's where i do my most damage and uh, cause the left to just go insane uh, i have a podcast <laughs> coming out uh, main source of truth which is able to download anywhere you listen with marcy smith she is the co-founder of icons the independent council on women's sports where we go through this topic in detail from her perspective as a bronze medal swimmer and i also had riley Gaines on the podcast last week Riley's going to have a special meeting, a special message for the girls, uh, God willing, this Saturday in Belfast at 10 a.m. at the Maine Cross Country Championships. And I uh, hope I can see a lot of uh, conservative pa parents there. And I don't care if you stand with me, uh, but it would be nice if you either stand beside me or get behind me or just simply get out of my way. We're going to continue to expose this story. Amen. Uh, keep up the good work. Appreciate you being on. We'll see you again, I'm sure. And uh, let, let me know, you know, how some of this stuff is going with you. Just keep me in the communication loop. Uh, would like to share your successes with folks as well. So thanks, brother. Thank you, Sean. God bless you. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. All right. That is the show for today. If you would like to leave comments, of course, you can comment on the, the platforms, the Rumble and CloudHub and wherever else I stream. Also go to blessed.news and pick up the show there. Appreciate you all. Uh, have a great evening. God bless. We'll see you tomorrow.